Today is officially known as Thursday after Ash Wednesday. Kind of an awkward term. You know, Father Francis's uh, term for this period of the year is the Ashen Triduum, the three days between Ash Wednesday and the first Sunday. You can read about it in the Animum Way, the Ashen Triduum. In some ways, it's a it's a preliminary because the the Sunday, the first Sunday of Lent, is when we go into the desert, right? That's the, that's when Jesus goes into the desert for forty days. It's as if we haven't gone into the desert yet. So we we started the Lenten journey, but we haven't even gotten to the desert yet. Or if you want to use the analogy of mountain climbing or an expedition like that, uh, what we you know we've packed up, or we've got our our, our backpack and where we've set out from the camp, but we haven't even reached the base of the mountain yet. We're still getting used to carrying this, uh, this backpack and see if we have all our equipment and are we sure we even want to do this? <laughs> That's where we are in the Lenten journey. And we still have fresh in our minds the experience of Ash Wednesday, or we should, because part of Ash Wednesday was remember that you are dust Remember, you know, let's put it right on our foreheads. Since I had a Mass last night, the, my experience of that Ash Wednesday Mass is quite fresh in my memory. Uh, we had our Mass here in the morning in the chapel, but then I went to the parish for the evening Mass. In fact, they had two evening Masses. There was one at 6 and one at 7.15. I was assigned to the 7.15. So when I got there, well, the 6 o'clock Mass was still going on, and it was... And the church was absolutely packed with people, all marked with crosses on their foreheads. And uh, the people arriving for the 715 Mass had no place to go. So I mean, the parking lot was still full from the previous Mass. And so it was an absolute standstill, a, a gridlock. And I, I couldn't see any cars moving anywhere. There was just no place to go. And uh, people were you know, streaming into the, the grounds of the church. And there was no place to go because already full of people. So a little bit of chaos there. And then uh, after the, that 6 o'clock Mass finally ended, and then we, we started a little late, the 7.15 Mass, eventually we got to the distribution of ashes, which is why everybody was there in the first place. And I, I, just a vast crowd of people of all sorts. I was quite struck by the variety of people. One of the because probably a lot of people came from work because it was the last Mass of the day. But uh, I was struck by some of the glamorous women, all dolled up, you know, makeup, fancy hair, not, not, you know, obviously dressed up, I don't know, for work, or I realized later, of course, it was Valentine's Day, so maybe they were uh, dressed up for Valentine's Day, high heels and everything. And then right on their forehead, right in the midst of their fancy makeup, a big black smudge cross of, of ashes. And then there were the babies and the little children. They're so fresh and their skin is so smooth and soft. And right on their forehead, big black cross. Remember, you are dust. And then there's old people, people in wheelchairs, people who are very well aware that, they're, that they are dust and that they're closer to death and life. So, and, and everywhere, everyone in between, just a huge crowd of people. 
I saw some people, this is a thing now, people bring their dogs to church. Even yesterday, people brought their dogs. But I was very happy that no one brought a dog up to be marked with the ashes, at least not to me. I'm happy that that didn't happen because, of course, it makes no sense. We human beings can remember that we are dust. We can recall that we will die. We can be called to repentance. Animals also die, of course. They will also be dust. All those dogs are going to be dust. But they don't know it. They can't think about it. They can't remember that they are dust. They just act according to their nature. And they can't repent. They can't make decisions for or against what is good, which is what we do. And as, as we start Lent, we recall not only that we're going to die, but that we make a decision in the meantime. And that's what today's reading is all about, right? Making the decision for life. Moses is quite uh, uh, clear about it. I'm setting before you this decision. Life or death? Blessing or curse? I mean, how much more plain can he make it? Which one are you going to choose? Life or death? Blessing or curse? So it's a reminder to us as we start the Lenten journey that part of what's going on here is our own decision. Yet part of it is acknowledging there's a lot that we don't decide about. We're going to die anyway, whatever we decide. We are dust and we will return to dust. And we belong to a, a vast community of people who are all going to die. Uh, that's what's striking in those big masses when you look out into the crowd of people, everybody's got a black cross on their forehead. Except to say, we all belong to the community of those who will die. So, as I say, there's some things or many things that we don't really decide about. We didn't decide to live. And, and we don't decide that we're going to die. That's already decided for us. And many things in our life are already a given. But, because we're human, we do have freedom to decide how we use our time in this world. The time between being given life and being called back to dust. And that's the question. What are we going to do? Are we going to choose life or are we going to choose death? Are we going to choose the way of God or, or the way of self? The psalm also puts this right before us. The two decisions. The decision of the just man, the decision of the wicked man. The decision of the just man establishes him as a, as a fruitful tree beside flowing water. The decision of the wicked man establishes him as chaff blown by the wind. Okay, when it's put like that, naturally we say, well, life for me. Everybody signs up for life. Until we realize that the choice for life is also costly. And that's where today's gospel comes in. It's like the image I mentioned about the, uh, the mountaineering expedition. If the decision to climb the mountain is a positive decision. We're going to go from here to there. We're, we want to rise to the heights. But involved in that decision is leaving behind the lowlands, leaving behind the comforts of the base camp, and leaving behind the people that aren't going to join us. 
that's, that's an image of taking up our cross. And Jesus says, I'm going to go this way. I'm going up this mountain. It's the mountain of Calvary. It's the mountain of salvation. It's the mountain of new life, yes. But to get to resurrection, you have to pass through death. And that's where I'm going. And then he says, and anyone who wants to follow me has to follow the same way. That's the way. That's the way to life. That's what the choice of life means. It means denying ourselves, taking up our cross each day, and following him. So it means taking responsibility for ourselves. I was out walking this morning. I often notice this, you know, the uh, little children that go to this school on the corner. They have huge bags full of stuff. I don't know what's in those bags. And, and usually there's a, a yaya or somebody rolling the bag along behind them. And you can say, okay, that's a little child. Child could never carry that bag anyway. But there are older students too. Like I, I noticed some high school students. I saw one today, so it's fresh in my mind. She's, she's definitely a high school student. And walking next to her is a woman carrying a big backpack, who's not a student for sure. She must be the maid or the yaya. And it's a striking thing to me because here's this young woman walking along, tapping on her phone, and there's the yaya carrying this heavy backpack. I say, well, no, I, I can't judge. I mean, maybe the, woman, maybe, the, maybe the student has a condition or something. I don't know. But it looks to me like that high school student is not being given responsibility for herself. It looks like her burden is being carried by someone else to an unhealthy degree. Now, the reason I mention this is because this is always a comfortable thing to have somebody else carry the weight or put the blame on someone else, or the cross, or the responsibility, as if we can remain irresponsible or, uh, or uh, yeah, not taking charge of our own, our own life. Yeah, that's comfortable. But we don't grow, and we don't make progress. We get stuck in our immaturity if we don't deny ourselves, take up our cross each day, and follow the Lord. It sounds bad. It sounds bad. I mean, it is bad. I mean, it's the death experience. But we understand why this is so important. Because this is the way to life. To the fullness of life. In Lent, we're going to be running into this all the time. The, the weight of the cross which Jesus carries and the weight of the cross which we carry. Of course, there's no comparison. But it's not that Jesus does everything and we're just being carried along. That's not how it works. And it's not that we are the ones doing all the work and Jesus is just watching to see if we're going to make it or not. That's not how it works either. <laughs> Jesus has established this way to life and he himself has completed it and won the victory over, over death. When he sees the vast crowd of people marked with ashes, he sees people for whom he is willing to lay down his life. And he has already done that. So he's, he's carried the cross already. He's already risen from the dead. But he's not going to force us into heaven. And so he sets this thing before us, this decision before us, the beginning of Lent. What are you going to choose? Are you going to choose life? Okay. You're going to choose life? And take up your cross. Take your part. Take your little part. As heavy as it might seem to you, take your part and follow me. 
not only every day, for 40 days. So this is the, uh, the message today. It's, a, it's a, a, a beginning, but it's a beginning that starts with a call to be responsible. Take up your cross and follow the Lord. 